You are listening to the Half Full Gaming Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Half Full Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, DJ. I'm your host, Zeke. And today we're here to talk to you guys about the new movie slash book slash video game thing called Ready Player One. That's going to be our main discussion topic today, but before then we're going to tell you a little bit about our weeks, we're going to talk about some news, we're going to talk about some random stuff, and then and then after we've teased you a bit we'll get into the Ready Player One review. Uh, we'll talk a lot about that, uh, we'll, we'll warn you before we give any spoilers for it, um, but with that said... Zeke, how was your week? My week was pretty good. I played a bit of League and a little bit of Sea of Thieves, kind of just chilling in both, you know, back and forth. We, You played some League with me, and we both played some Sea of Thieves together. We had some pretty cool adventures in Sea of Thieves, uh, continuing on with that. And then League, I've just been kind of chilling in Silver, having a good time and trying out some new champions and watching a lot of LCS. So I watch LCS, and then it kind of makes me want to play, so then I play, and then I watch more LCS kind of thing. I hear you. I have the same thing. <clears throat> like watching that Tomb Raider movie then maybe want to come home and play Tomb Raider. You know? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Like, same thing happens. <clears throat> yeah. Well, okay, so uh, Sea of Thieves, League of Legends, movies. You see any good movies? I saw Pacific Rim as well. Uh, so Obviously, we saw uh, Ready Player One, but I also saw Pacific Rim 2, which, in my opinion, not quite as good as the first one. It's not doesn't have the best like plot to it but at the same time it's really action-packed the characters i really like the two main characters really strong i think john boyega from the he's the the new guy from the new star wars movies finn or whatever yes, finn, finn from the new star wars movies and then there's a young girl i don't know her name but she did awesome she was doing great it was kind of like the dynamic between the two was kind of like you know big brother you know what i mean like mentor kind of thing and it was great that the two of them sold the movie it wasn't as good as ready player one it was fun if you enjoyed the first one i think you'd enjoy this one but if you didn't enjoy the first one probably don't see it because it's not as good gotcha okay i have not seen either one of them but maybe someday i'll get around to watching one of them i don't think the wife would enjoy it so it might be one of those like i don't feel like playing video games so i'm sitting on the couch those are very rare for me you know with the yeah nice home alone where I'm, I'm not playing video games are very rare I think yeah. the last time that happened, I ended up watching. I think a lot of know. people are in that boat with that series specifically because honestly, it doesn't make a lot of money domestically. Most of its money, the most of its box office comes from China, and so in this one, they actually there's a lot more. They kind of threw like you know had more Chinese characters in it, and that played a bigger role and kind of stuff like that too, which was kind of cool. Hmm. Like I definitely liked the the side of it. It's like in like you know post apocalyptic strongly asian dominant society hmm. yeah pretty cool okay yeah interesting take i really liked it i really liked the the setting and the i like they, they could really expand that universe more it's kind of a cool universe but anyways next what have you been up to this week me um uh the usual work i've been working on my uh marketing website half full marketing dot site and I do digital marketing and websites and that kind of stuff. So I set up a shop. 
did some uh, a couple new pages on that website been kind of developing my website and fleshing it out uh, movie wise i saw ready player one with you and both the wives and both of our wives i don't have two wives <laughs> yeah um you know you know um uh, let's see uh, I enjoyed that movie as well, but we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Video game-wise, I played Sea of Thieves with you. I played some League of Legends with you, like you said. Um, I played another game called Mirror's Edge. And Mirror's Edge is, I think, a couple years old at this point, but I picked it up on sale at Target, like dirt cheap, like a couple bucks in clearance. And uh, that's like a platforming, open-world-ish, RPG-ish story not really sure i've only played like an hour and a half of it it's kind of weird kind of interesting lots of jumping um lots of platforming but it's interesting um aside from that have you ever heard of that game i have not besides what you've told me you know a little bit earlier i think we talked about it stuff mm-hmm. like that but yeah no it, it sounds kind of like a somewhat assassin's creedy type parkour kind of you know open world game yeah i think it's i think it's a little more um so far it's a little more on rails so it's not quite as open world but it feels like that it kind of feels the control of the character feeling things like that um let's see aside from that we had a pretty cool sea of thieves adventure a pretty lucrative night we played together where we got a whole bunch of loot yeah that was pretty awesome i was impressed we encountered some new things we had a fun little encounter uh, encounters with other people too i think it went pretty well yeah yeah sorry so we'll tell the one story well so so we're we're coming back the first time uh, with our, we only have a couple chests. I think like two chests because we're having a rough night. We were getting our boat shot a lot by some bigger galleons because there was only the two of us on, so we couldn't crew a full ship. So we're on this little ship and we're being chased by a bigger ship, and we have two chests. And we're like, all right, we're just gonna try to get these cashed in before they sink us. So we come up to the island, and I'm like, Zeke, just just go straight into the island. We'll jump off the front, and I yeah, grab full the two- speed. He's like, full speed into the island. I'm like, oh. Yay! <laughs> exactly. But I but ended I'm up like, turning it left a little bit, and so we end up we end our we we're like doing like a drive by on the boat, and we we grab the chest, and then we both jump into the water and swim to the island, and the, the boat goes right by, and then the enemies follow the boat, just keep following it past the island. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty funny. It was cool. So if we ended up selling both those chests, teleporting back to our boat, and the enemies had no idea we'd ever even left our boat. We ended up getting away in the long run. They ended up giving up. And after that, we had a super lucrative trip to some other islands doing some missions. And, yeah, we encountered um, a, a chest, a crying chest, a sorrows oh. chest or whatever. And it was it was so crazy. We put it in our boat, and we didn't realize it, and it sunk the boat because it was, like, overflowing with water. Like, the chest would all of a sudden start making these noises and cry and, like, start spilling water over, and it would fill your boat up and sink your boat if you didn't pay attention. So that then we had to, like, weird. every time it cried, we had to, like, pick it up and either run it off the boat or bail out all the water really fast mm-hmm. but anyways oh, that was kind of cool they, they threw some cool mechanics and it sold for like 1400 gold it's pretty good yeah that was a cool chest that was a fun night um aside from let's see aside from league of legends just personally by myself i played like i said mirror's age and i played pokemon um i played i played Ooh, pokemon what's like new every, <laughs> yeah what's new right i played pokemon like every single day i'm like a pokemon addict um but i beat crystal version in the last two weeks, because we actually took a week off from the podcast, which I'll, I'll explain in a second, which is actually good for the podcast. Um, but I beat Crystal Version, the Virtual Crystal on 3DS, which is a uh, heart. Uh, they had a gold, silver, crystal, second gen. Anyways, 
I beat that and I moved back into playing Pokemon Y version, which is set in the Kalos region. And I was actually just playing it prior to hopping on this podcast for a little bit as the wife was out running some grocery errands. And I was just playing it and the music in that game is fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't usually get to play with the sound on when I play Pokemon because I'm usually playing late at night. But I got to put the sound on and it was awesome. Like the music in all the Pokemon games are always really good. Um, They just do a really great job with it. And I think your wife would probably appreciate that being a person of music. She loves, she loves music. Game music. Oh yeah. Any kind of music. Well, you should like, it's like soundtrack kind of stuff, like movies and games and stuff like that. Put the Pokemon soundtracks on for her sometimes. They're really freaking great. Um, Anyways, I'm loving that game. I'm on the eighth badge. I'm working my way through that, taking my time on that eighth one. After that, I'll probably go and play white version because uh, I beat black too, but I never played white and black. So I'm going to go back and play, I think, white. And then just whatever else I feel after that, I guess. That's basically my week. Sounds good. I think it's time to move on to the news section. All right. Welcome to the news, everybody. Um, let's see here. What do we have going on? We browsed a couple different websites here prior to starting up. PAX East is going on right now. That's PAX the first East. thing on my list. Um, not, I haven't seen too much big news about that, but if we hear, it's kind of going on like right now this weekend. So maybe next week we'll get some some coverage of that. But uh, it's a big thing in gaming right now. Yeah, I was actually, you know, what I was wondering. Which you may have, we haven't actually discussed yet. So, what better time than live on a podcast? Yeah, right. Would yeah, you be you go. interested in going to one of the PAXs, like maybe PAX East or an E3 even? Over I think California E3 stuff? sounds more interesting. But yeah, no, I'd totally be interested in something like that because I mean, we've been to what Star Wars convention a couple of times when it's in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So I think this would be like maybe a you and me only thing, being that we have to fly across the country. I don't think I could bring the boys. I don't know where E or whatever it's called. The... E3 I think is usually in California. Is it wow? That's a long ways out. It is, so it'd be a trip if you and me ever wanted to make that. We'd have to like take all the way yeah. across the country coming. It sounds to like fun though. You know, we'd have to get a hotel room, and but it'd be kind of a cool brother trip. We haven't done anything like that ever. Yeah, I don't other. think we've ever done anything like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. So, like you said, I guess we'll cover some more of that next week. I'll cover just some general news here. We, I mean, PUBG is a pretty good, pretty big game. Have you ever played or seen anything of PUBG? No, you got me into the other one, though. Fortnite. Fortnite, which are both mobile. That's the big news. That's the huge thing going on right now. Everybody's playing those on mobile and stuff. And you can play, I think you can play cross-platform and stuff like that, too. Sounds kind of cool. That I'm, thing, not a huge, kinda, I'm not huge into those. but <clears throat> Those kind of games are really trending right now. Anyways, yeah. I mean, PUBG released some new maps. Fortnite's still continuing development. Uh, Monster Hunter World, you were playing that for a while. They have a... I guess their first big spring event game. Yeah, I keep on. meaning to jump back on. I'm not really sure what a spring event looks like in Monster Hunter. To me, it seems like a very one-player game, but they did fix some... They updated some stuff. I don't know if you know, but you know how, like, we were in that home area? Well, you can mm-hmm. now go back with a party and all be in the home area. So, like, very I think nice. you can actually, like, have your party members, you know, in the same area with you where you're running around buying armor and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. That's cool. I'm thinking I, one I, day when that game goes on sale, you should buy it, and we should totally. I would totally jump back on that with you anytime. I think it's one of those games where we, we me and you especially, could have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of hoping one day you uh, purchase that game. 
or like I'll get it to you for like Christmas or something on sale. <laughs> there you go. That would work. Um, that was a good game. Um, let's see. Yumi went through the game list of like this month, and I kind of skimmed it, and we didn't really see anything that stood out. I think April's kind of a dry month gaming wise. There's some yeah, Switch if, ports going if on. If the people who are listening have any cool games that they've come out or they've been playing and think are really cool and want to write us in about it, that'd be cool too. We'd totally love to hear about it. You know, if there's something cool going out, we're not yeah. like constantly surfing the game news. We don't do this professionally or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and we went through the list and it didn't stand out to us, but it doesn't mean like one of you guys. Doesn't mean there's oh, not gosh. some good games out there. Yeah, there's like so that many game. Games. I've been waiting like a year for this game and it came out and you said nothing's coming out. Well, then write us in and tell us. I tell you what. If you write in and tell us, there's like a 98% chance, 99% 99, chance. 99, I'd say 99. <laughs> it's going to be read next week. Write us in, we'll read it. You can reach us at halffullgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Doesn't get any easier than that. Um, let's see, aside from that... I think I'd like to cover co- some NALCS, just that's yeah, yeah. going on right now. We're in the playoffs, or yeah, I guess so it's... Yeah, so you're going to cover some League of Legends news briefly. I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple of different Pokemon things going on, and then we'll jump over to the discussion. So what's going Sounds on League good. of Legends? So the finals literally just ended. I haven't finished watching them because I was a little busy this weekend, but I've watched everything. I've watched the semifinals, and so it's uh, basically the four teams in the semifinals. Um, 100 Thieves, Team Liquid are kind of the favorites to win, I think, and 100 Thieves. I'm kind of rooting for 100 Thieves. They uh, finished the, the regular split in number one. CG, which is Clutch Gaming, they came in pretty big and kind of had a comeback at the end of the year and did really well. Came in and they're in the competing for third and fourth right now this weekend and then against Echo Fox. So yeah, those are the finalists in there. But yeah, I love to watch that. It's I think it's it's fun to follow. And uh, what did you have about Pokemon news? All right, a couple things. We have Detective Pikachu came out. We were talking about that. Um, I learned a little bit more about that game. So it is a, you basically run around solving Pokemon crimes or crimes in the Pokemon world. And uh, you play a character named Tim and you have a little talking Pikachu that follows you around. It's, it's a kid's game. It's a mystery puzzly kind of game, puzzle solving kind of game. But apparently uh, lots of people are really loving it and enjoying it. It hasn't quite convinced me to try it yet, but I might download the demo. So here's a plug for the demo. You can actually play the whole first chapter. There's like nine or ten chapters to the game, and the whole first chapter is free to play on a 3DS demo. So you can download it and play it. And then if you buy the game, you can actually continue from where you left off. The save file carries over. So that's kind of cool. Um, I, have, I haven't heard of too many games doing that kind of thing, where you can like play a demo and then carry right on over and continue in a full version game. That's kind of cool. Um, I mean, as far as I've heard about it so far, you basically run around, you see crime scene that happened, you talk to everybody trying to figure out what happens, and then Pikachu pipes up and says, hey, Tim. And you talk to him, and he talks to the other Pokemon for you, and translates, and he tells you, you know, what he thinks going on, and I guess you solve crime stuff. Anyways, if you're a huge Pokemon fan, that might interest you. If you're not, you're probably like, no thank you. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Pokemon fan, and I'm still kind of like, I don't think so. But, aside from that, if you're playing that game called Pokemon Go that was a big hit you know you know a little while back they just released a new update for Pokemon Go and it's called research and you can now research the first mythical Pokemon Mew and that is actually a quest series I didn't know this I know you and me were talking about Pokemon Go briefly earlier today Zeke yeah yeah 
um, I didn't know this, but they actually just released a quest series into the game, which is kind of big. Because originally Pokemon Go was just catching Pokemon. Um, you just kind of ran around catching Pokemon. There's no trading. There's no battling, really, originally. Then they released gym battling, where you could battle gyms. Um, and now they released uh, missions. So these missions will say, like, catch so many of this, or complete this much of your Pokedex, or find this many of, I don't know, items or something, or whatever. But there's a whole quest line you can do now to get a chance to capture Mew. And you can capture Mew, which is the first mythical Pokemon, the man-made one, whatever. Anyways, that's happening in Pokemon Go, if that's interesting to you. If not, um, Pokemon Tournament also released a new DLC. You can now play as Blastoise, um, which was from Generation 1. Um, aside from that, that's all the news I have. I think we got it all. Is there anything else, Zeke? Yeah, no, no everything else is Ready Player One. Ready Player One. <laughs> Welcome to the discussion, everybody. We're going to be talking all about Ready Player One. Um, I read this book a couple years ago. I loved it. Uh, Zeke and me just saw the movie last Friday when it came out. It was like uh, the day it came out, not not the night before, you know? Like they're showing them the night before or whatever. Yeah, we watched you opening know, I... day, not opening night. Exactly. Right, right. So that opening day. Now, now, I think they started that back when they had the... Uh, touchy subject the, the batman shootings right yeah no that's when it happened yeah they they stopped releasing doing midnight releases because it was like a bunch of people and so now with written into the contracts and stuff like that i think with like the theaters they have to um schedule like so many showings starting at like seven or whatever i guess it's huge sometimes it's different per movie but like they'll, they'll show one like every hour or whatever to kind of spread it out so you don't get like huge clumps of people like because what would happen is like the big theaters would sell out all 10 theaters at starting all at the same time so everybody would be in one place at one time and it's like you know just a oh. big crowd of people so now See, there's like one showing every you know like one or two theaters to have it showing every like couple hours instead of having it all bunched up at one time Ah, i see i didn't even catch that like i knew kind i of was working at a movie theater when this happened so i learned all the inside stuff. Right. i was working they, they kind of kept it on the dl they didn't really wasn't huge in the media but like they just all of a sudden started doing it and i was like why are they doing this and kind of made sense you put the two and two together well due to that <laughs> we ended exactly up seeing it opening day. right we saw it friday opening day um that night around eight o'clock she went with the wives the four of us all saw it um i think we all enjoyed it me and the wife really liked it we talked you know we really liked afterwards. it too beck and i both liked it all right cool so so we all in agreement we all liked it um i don't want to spoil too much until we give a warning but I would like to cover a brief synopsis for the people who are listening who are like, who, who don't want spoilers. So like a brief synopsis, I guess, would be that uh, the main character is Wade. He goes by the name Parsival in-game. And he is living in a world in the year 2044. And the world's kind of a crappy place. So everybody escapes to the, the virtual world called the Oasis. So everybody is always spending all their time in this virtual world. And one day, the guy who made the virtual world, who happens to be the richest man in the world, uh, in all the real world, this guy's just super rich because he made this virtual world everybody wants to live in. So he dies and puts up a competition. It's like, whoever can find my Easter egg in this virtual world is going to get all my money. And it's going to have total control of the Oasis virtual world. And so he dies, he puts out that message, and everybody goes berserk trying to find it. 
And that's kind of the premise of the movie without spoiling a single thing. You could just not even watch 10 seconds of the trailer and get that. Um, so, I mean, do you have any thoughts prior to us just completely spoiling the movie? Yeah, honestly, it's a really good movie. I, don't listen to anything the critics said. The critics don't know what they're talking about. Everybody I've talked to that's a normal human being loved the movie. <laughs> it's really good. It, it is. Normal it's a really good movie. Beings. The like just the I like the seamlessness of like getting in the like so much of the game was spent in the oasis or so much of the movie was spent in the oasis and like like it just it looks fantastic. I actually was listening to some people talk about it and like it makes me want to go see it in in IMAX 3D because they said like the car chase scene and everything like the the, the race scene was like amazing like worth your worth the price of the ticket just to get in for like you know IMAX 3D kind of thing. Oh wow! Like they said it was really good. I, I mean we saw it in like normal you know and it was still looked amazing. So I mean it was it's definitely visually cool. The uh like the story is really cool. There's a, tons of Easter eggs. You know what I mean? You're you know I don't think I got maybe i maybe understood like 30 of the references in the game you know what i mean there's so that many and i still feel like i got like a ton you know so it's one of those things that there's a little bit of everybody don't be worried you're not gonna catch them and they they do a good job of explaining things kind of getting you up to speed on stuff it's it's good it's a good movie overall yeah. go see it if you haven't seen it if you have seen it keep listening because we're gonna talk a little more in depth i think yes so with that said, this is your official one and only spoiler warning. <clears throat> We're going to do our best. Oh, yeah. You know what I said? I'll go ahead and cover this quickly now. Um, in, the, in the past couple podcasts, because we're a newer podcast, if you can't tell, um, our audio quality is getting a little bit better each episode, I think. Um, we took a week off to fix some issues with iTunes, and we were just both super slammed busy. But it, it ended up being good because I was able to fix our iTunes issues. So now we're showing up properly in iTunes. You can get us also on Google Play, Podbean, anywhere you listen to your podcast. You should be able to find us. Um, with that said, our audio quality should be getting better. And I totally lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? I don't know, but it's time to get into spoilers. Oh, yes, spoilers. Yes, that was what I was getting. So it was brought to my attention that I accidentally threw out a couple spoilers without a warning in the past episode. But... Honestly, we're, that might happen. So um, our podcast, we'll do our best to warn you of any major spoilers. I think I think Zeke does a pretty good job of that, of being like, okay, you know, we're trying not to spoil it this time. We're going to spoil it this time. Anyways, um, this is your one and only warning. We will probably spoil the entirety of the movie in the next discussion. This, this discussion is probably going to be aimed more towards people who didn't care enough to see the movie, and maybe we're going to convince you to see it. Or maybe people who already saw the movie and you just want to hear somebody talk about it. We're going to chat about it. You can, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie and we'll read them on air if you send them in. Um, anyways, with that said, let's move, let's move along. Spoilers coming at you. All right. So this movie is, is, is awesome. Like you said, it's cool. Very much all about video games, which is why we're covering it on the podcast. Uh, Parsifal, the main character, uh, Wade, Parsifal, same guy. Um, he goes into this virtuality world. He doesn't really have much to live for. Uh, his 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 whole world kind of just falls apart, and he's already kind of poor. So he's going just nuts for this. He wants to win the Oasis competition. Uh, that's really all he has left. And he has friends in the Oasis. Um, one of them is Artemis, another main character. Um, but she her real name is Samantha. And she plays a major role in the movie, which is really awesome. I really like that. I know that 
I think you were saying something about that earlier. Yeah, actually, so um, Olivia Cook is the uh, actress, and she plays Samantha, aka Artemis, spelled with a three instead of an e. And mm-hmm. I just I just looked her up on IMDb actually, and she's actually my favorite character in the movie. I think they did a really good job with making her likable. I, I like what you said they actually gave her a bigger role than they did in the book, you know, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. Um, she was probably to me she was my favorite character. She was probably one of the more interesting ones too. I think the main character is kind of dull a little bit, but you know, it, he serves his purpose and he does a good job. All right, so it's outlining <laughs> the three characters. Let's do that. Yeah, we have it, Wade, the main character. Wade, is... he's played by Ty Sheridan. Okay, he is. He basically comes from nothing, has nothing, and wants to win this competition so that he has something. It's kind of his whole reason in life. Now, then we have Samantha, aka Artemis. She's Olivia the love Cook. interest. I'm sorry. Yes. I thought you were. I thought you were going to yeah, jump yeah. in and say Olivia something. Cook. She's the love interest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so Artemis, she's the love interest. She meets Wade pretty early on in the movie, and they end up kind of falling for each other as the movie goes on. And then we have H. H is uh, in-game, is a male, a giant beefy male character. And out-of-game, in the real world, H is a female. Um, and it, it's kind of a funny twist because some of the discussion that goes on between Wade and H where H is telling Wade, oh, you can't trust anybody. You know, you could be talking to some hot chicken game and she could be some 300 pound dude sitting on a couch and it's funny because she plays a guy and she's wade's best friend but she's a female in real life so she's kind of like trying to make that point to him and he's not getting it but i don't know kind of ironic i thought that was kind of a cool twist um um so h what do you think of her character i actually thought it was pretty cool i liked the reveal when we finally found out who she was I thought, like, I thought they, they did a good job. Like, her character matched who she was in the game pretty well. Like, very, like, I don't know, kind of rebelliously hacker, you know, modded everything. was pretty cool. Uh, one of, definitely a really cool character. Like, in the beginning, it was it was very interesting. I, I kept wanting to think, like, all these new characters they were introducing were all going to be, like, bad guys or something. Because, like, it was kind of sketch. Because, like, you're meeting these people. And, like, he was, like, like, H was pointing out in the beginning. And DJ was just pointing out, it was, like, it's like you really have no idea who these people are in real life. They could, you know, they look like whatever they want to look like in the game, which I thought it was kind of cool how they they all came together. A little maybe slightly unrealistic that they're all kids, you know, around the same age, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely a little unrealistic. They're all kids around <laughs> the same age. That is kind of funny. Um, I mean, but but the, I mean, the, you gotta the Japanese and the Asian characters. They did a good they job. Were a little, it. they were younger. One of them was like they 10 were. or 11 or 12 years old. Like a yeah, and I think age was like 30-something. There you go. So there was a little bit of a spread yeah. on yeah. the people. Um, but they were all good kids, you know, good people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought, I honestly, of... right when we first met the girl, I thought she was going to be like undercover bad guy. Like, get on his good side and like seduce him and then like turn against him. And, you know, I thought she was like a spy in the beginning. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great segue. So the bad guys in this movie, they're uh, basically a large company called IOI. And um, they are out to take control of the Oasis by finding the Easter egg, winning the competition, and gaining control of the Oasis. And they're your basical... Your basical. That's a new word. (laughs) We're going to run with it, though. They are your basical, genuine, awesome bad guys who are just scummy and... You you hate them and you don't feel Very comical, too. The the, the minions were very comical. 
Yes, they were. Like these, like there's like these like nerds running around trying to like research and like you know figure out every little thing there is about this guy and like doing it so scientifically and it was kind of goofy because they were all stumbling over each other and they did a terrible job. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, th- I guess the whole concept of the Oasis is that everybody in the real world is escaping to this place. They're all plugged into virtual reality. So in the beginning of the movie, when you're when it pans the crowd, everyone instead of looking at a cell phone or you know, or a computer screen, they're all in headsets. Everybody's wearing headsets all the time because the real world sucks. They've gotten to the point where the real world is just kind of crummy and it sucks. Everyone's escaping to this virtual reality world. So the bad guys, they, they enlist people into their corporation to hire people to work for them to try to win this competition. And some of these people are actively playing in the game to win the comp- competition. And some of these people are spending their whole life researching the guy who made the game. Um, so so they're trying to like figure out the clues and solve the puzzles i don't think i don't think we covered this we should probably cover this so how you win the competition is by getting three keys and unlocking a gate and these three keys and the gate and everything about the competition are all based on the man's life who created the oasis because when he died and released the competition to find the easter egg he's going to give control and all his money to whoever found it so he based kind of everything on what he wished the world would be like or things he liked about the the real world or things he liked about video games or past love interests and all that so all the clues and hints and things kind of lead you know even the the three key challenges and all that kind of lead to that well and also i thought it was kind of cool how like through the research so like the, the main character kind of changes throughout which I think in the book it took a little bit. There was a little bit more time lapsed in there, which makes more sense. And so that was another criticism, which didn't really bother me that much. But it was, you know, he kind of, through doing the research, changes. You know what I mean? In the beginning, he's like, oh, yeah, I just want to, you know, he's basically trying to, you know, win the lottery, basically. And and by studying the guy and everything, you know, why he did stuff. He, and then also, to, you know, along the way, joining the resistance and all that stuff, he, he changed and, like, really changed his outlook on how, like why things are the way they are and why you know the bad guys are evil and all that kind of stuff which i thought was very cool i liked that part of the movie like the whole moral of the movie you know what i mean like hey video games are good but don't make them your life kind of thing you know what i mean yeah actually that's a the bad guys that's actually a really good um kind of we were talking about the bad guys there their motive the kind of what makes them bad is i liked that they showed when they were in like a um financial meeting with the investors the main bad guy is talking. He's like, we can use the Oasis to sell advertisements and we can place them on 80% of the screen before causing a seizure. You know, yeah, it was kind of comical. There's some comical moments that you can't take it too seriously. You know what I mean? I think some of the people who watch the movies take things too seriously, like the, the real critics, you know? Like, they were saying, like, oh my gosh, that's so unrealistic. I'm like, okay, it's there. You know what I mean? It was a funny moment. You know what I mean? It's... It, they're poking fun at big corporations and like you know you know loot boxes and all that you know stuff (laughs) the loot boxes that's funny i didn't i didn't make that kind of connection but that's funny yeah like they are make kind of making fun of of everything because these people want to monetize the oasis they want to take all your money and just and get super rich even though they're already a super rich company which is just totally weird but i guess a rich company wants to be even more wealthy you know? Yeah, they also had some sketch practices, like the whole, like, basically workshopping people to pay off their debt and then putting them in more debt. Kind of like a credit card scheme kind of thing where, like, 
oh yeah, come work for us and pay off your debt, and then you know slowly keep getting them more and more in debt and working that, them and giving them small breaks twist. and stuff like that. Very yeah, evil. Yeah, so, so as they go through, right, so they start to meet up, the good guys start to find each other, and they, they solve the first puzzle, which you were talking about, which is that really cool race scene yeah. with King Really Kong. awesome. Really awesome race scene. Worth yep. watching. Yep. Um, that was That's an awesome scene. That th- They solve that. They get together. Um, and then they kind of move into... The um, damn it. The Shining. You talking about the second challenge? Okay, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little late at night. I'm getting a little bit tired. It's so okay, we, DJ. I got usually you. Usually shoot worry. the podcast a little earlier in the day. I'm getting a little tired. So I'm losing my train of thought here. But um, the second challenge. They go into The Shining, which neither DJ or I have never seen because we don't really watch horror movies, so we probably can't appreciate it as much as some people. Which I heard some people absolutely loved that, and other people thought they totally destroyed it and it was terrible. Either way, take it what you will. They, I thought they did an awesome job of making it look like the movie. I saw, you know what I mean, like in like kind of incorporating the two together. There was some really comical moments and like straight out of the movie. I did some research afterwards. It was like, like the scenes in there were like straight out of the movie. Like it was, except they were in it and they did a really good job of kind of mixing the two together. But then they kind of butchered the whole movie thing and and went off to some random zombie thing at the end, which kind of made sense in the scene of the movie but not so much in like the going from the shining to the zombies didn't really relate yeah on the topic of shining and horror movies i would advise any parents to to watch this prior to letting any children yeah. younger than a teenager see it because i mean it wasn't horribly terrifying but it was definitely scary enough that that young children it was disturbing and, yeah it was yeah disturbing. it was disturbing Some enough scenes. that it could bother your young children so definitely keep that in mind because you don't know that going into the movie you would think it's like a marvel movie almost action-based it's not there's nothing scary in it but there that sequence is actually can be a little scary especially to younger audiences so i would just advise you to take a peek at that or you know i guess you know your kids better than we know your kids but just be advised that there is a horror film sequence for that second challenge um the third challenge i thought was really interesting i mean they 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 keep moving through the movie and eventually they get to that third challenge and that was like a little closer to what happened in the books because the books is way different than the movie which is the case with most books to movies which is totally fine um but in the books they focus a lot more on like pop culture and in beating video games to progress through challenges and in this, it was a little more action-paced, being that it's a visual film medium. Um, but the third challenge was actually the closest they came to the book. So they had to play a video game, and instead of beating the video game, they had to find an Easter egg in the video game. So the bad guys are sitting there, and they're trying to figure out which video game it is they need to beat. And when they finally figure out that, they're like, we're going to do it. And then they beat the video game, and they lose anyways. Because it wasn't the point to beat the video game. It was more about the journey. It was about exploring. And so that's kind of like that final challenge in the movie, which is pretty big. I mean, I don't know if I'd call that a big spoiler because, you know, the bad guys, usually that happens in the movie. The bad guys think they have it, but they don't really, you know. And then Parsifal or you know, Wade, the main character, comes in. He figures it out or, you know, and he's able to pass that last challenge. And Yeah, I, I thought it was good. It was kind of that whole like thing was to kind of drive in one of the like themes of the like the overarching theme of like how the game's not 
just it's not just there to beat you know what i mean it's it's more there you know what i mean it's for people to come enjoy and no matter you know your skill level it's an easter egg that like anyone can find i think you just like wander around until you find it you know what i mean it was designed to just give everybody something to do in the game you know mm-hmm. speaking of easter eggs i thought that was kind of funny i actually mentioned that um easter weekend Easter weekend, exactly. So this mm-hmm. movie released Easter weekend, and it's about finding an Easter egg in a game, and that's definitely intentional. <laughs> kind of funny, yeah. kind of cute. Um, Thematic, there, you know. You gotta. Yeah. And we kind of reached towards the end of the movie here. I mean, the bad guys, we kind of liked how they were. They were a little comical. We liked the good guys. We thought the acting was pretty decent. Um, the there concept was some, of the movie's cool. There was some very silly but funny jokes that, like, you know what I mean? We're like on the verge of believable, like the you know what I mean, but like comical in that sense because they are some like you can see where they would be believable. You know what I mean? Like like the bad guy had his password on a sticky note tied like attached to his chair. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> and so it's like you know who doesn't? You know everyone's had that you know moment where you're like you, you write your password on something and stick it under your keyboard. You know what I mean or whatnot? Right. And so it, it ends up backfiring on him. Yeah, it so- ends up backfiring because he he gets the password and they can like hack into his rig and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of cool. I mean, so say if you watch the movie, I think you could definitely go to the book and read the book and enjoy it just the same as if you'd never seen it because they're that much different. This isn't like a like Harry Potter and Star Wars and all, you know, um, even Twilight. They usually follow pretty closely to the book. This one almost just tossed the book out the window. It kind of took the concept of the book and then just and was the like, characters and then like just redid yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's just tell our own story and that's great you know if the author ernest klein was like sure whatever you know what the you know just write me a check and he signed away you know that that's that works you know it was definitely a different um movie than it was a book both were really good i my point is that i think you can enjoy the book even if you've already seen the movie they're that much different some of the biggest differences you know would be how early on the crew meets up parcival the main character ends up meeting up with Art- Artemis in the movie way in, earlier. In real life, yeah. Yeah, yeah, way earlier in real life. There you go. So they end up meeting up in real life way earlier than they do in the book. In the book, they don't even meet in person until, like, the end of the book. So his he has this whole book of, of like, a love story and kind of getting to know her and finding out how similar they are before they even ever meet in person. And in the movie, they kind of push you right into, oh, they met in person, surprise and so there it's just very different aside from that the challenges are completely different the book is very much based more on like a nerdy pop culture of video game challenges like beating the pac-man game perfectly you have to beat every single level in pac-man you know to and then answer some crazy question or know some crazy song from a certain artist and that's how you get past the challenge and doing all that perfectly um, or else you have to start over and in the movie they're a lot more action-based um, challenges. All of them are. Um, also, the ending in the movies, the book was quite different, where where their life is kind of in danger, and they're driving around in that truck chase sequence at the end of the movie. Uh, none of that happens in the book. They're actually all picked up by. We're not gonna, you know, spoil everything, but they're picked up by the same character as they are in the movie, and they're all brought to safety as they try to finish the last challenge to try to win the oasis so they're kind of helped out and brought to safety so their life isn't in danger at the end of the the book but in the movie well, they're real like, life yeah 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 exactly their real life is in danger in the movie like throughout and which is good it kind of adds 
little bit an of element of suspense and kind of brings them in and out of the oasis quite a bit, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, it's good. They're both very different. I think you can enjoy both of them equally. Um, definitely see the movie. Man, is there anything anything else movie-wise that kind of stood out to you you liked? I don't know. I think that pretty much wraps it up. It's a great movie. If you got it at this point and you still haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it, go see it again. It's cool. <laughs> there you go. Honestly, it's definitely one I'll, I'll purchase and buy. Yeah, it's definitely one, something I want to watch again. Because I definitely think I'll get more out of it the second time. Through. Like, There's so much more you can catch. And, and it's generally a, a pretty feel-good, cool movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you'd like to read a written review of the movie, you can do so at my website halffullreviews.com if you if you like the movie and you're like man I just want to go for a jog I want to start running because I like that you can check out Zeke's website easyrunningcoach.com you got it so we both have our websites you can check them out we encourage you we invite you we thank you for visiting them checking them out Um, we thank you for listening to the podcast tell a friend about us Um, and we'll be back next week to talk PAX East and other exciting stuff. So we'll see you next week. I was your host, DJ. I'm your host, Zeke. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Half Full Game Podcast. This show was created and produced by me, DJ Zahner, and my brother, Zeke Zahner. The music was created by Rebecca Zahner. We invite you to check out our websites at halffullreviews.com and easyrunningcoach.com. If you'd like to support the show, please refer us to a friend or leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to support the show more directly, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash halffullreviews or go to halffullreviews.com, scroll to the bottom, and click the PayPal button. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.